you know a spot. But not just a spot. The spot. Actually, with the 2023 Nissan Frontier, you know a bunch of them. But the key to these great spots? Being able to reach them in the first place. Your spot is out there. Find your Frontier in the 2023 Nissan Frontier with standard 310 horsepower, advanced tech, and 281 pound-feet of torque. Got my Prevnar 20 shot. It's a pneumococcal pneumonia vaccine. For us wise folks, it helps protect. I'm 19, strong. And asthmatic and at higher risk. Get vaccinated. But, but nothing when grandma speaks. Grandson listens. 19 or older with chronic conditions like asthma, diabetes, or chronic heart disease, or 65 plus, you may be at higher risk for pneumococcal pneumonia. Prevnar 20 can help protect you with just one dose. Prevnar 20 is approved for adults to help prevent infections from 20 strains of the bacteria that cause pneumococcal pneumonia. Continued approval may depend on a supportive study. Don't get Prevnar 20 if you've had a severe allergic reaction to the vaccine or its ingredients. Adults with weakened immune systems may have a lower response to the vaccine. Side effects include pain and swelling at the injection site, fatigue, headache, muscle, and joint pain. For full prescribing information, please call 1-855-213-2138 or visit Prevnar20.com. Ask your doctor or pharmacist about getting vaccinated with Prevnar20, even if you've already received another pneumococcal pneumonia vaccine. AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower, lather up with the news, sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories, change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. Moments like my daughter telling me a new joke mean a lot to me. But after being diagnosed with metastatic breast cancer, or MBC, which is breast cancer that is spread to other parts of the body, they mean even more. I take Ibrance, Palpocyclib. Ibrance 125 milligram tablets with an aromatase inhibitor is for adults with HR positive HER2 negative NBC as the first hormonal based therapy. Ask your doctor about Ibrance and visit Ibrance.com. Ibrance may cause low white blood cell counts that may lead to serious infections. Ibrance may cause severe inflammation of the lungs. Both of these can lead to death. Tell your doctor right away if you have new or worsening symptoms, including trouble breathing, shortness of breath, cough, or chest pain. Before taking Ibrance, tell your doctor if you have fever, chills, or other signs of infection, liver or kidney problems, are or plan to become pregnant, or are breastfeeding. Common side effects include low red blood cell and low platelet counts, infections, tiredness, nausea, sore mouth, abnormalities in liver blood tests, diarrhea, hair thinning or loss, vomiting, rash, and loss of appetite. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. R&B money! We up! Tank. Jay Valentine. We are the authorities on all things R&B. Ladies and gentlemen, my name is Tank. <laughs> I'm Jay Valentine. And this yeah. 
is what is the R and B Money Podcast. Come on, Come the on. authority. Come on, on all things R and B. Yeah, it just got legendary. What? I wore this Beatles shirt for a reason. It just got his know why? But tell me why. Because the man we have here tonight, hmm? huh? Hmm? He beat the Beatles. At Knocked something. off the Beatles. So that's why I wore this shirt because I knew my partner was coming. Knocked <laughs> off the Beatles. Yeah. We know this nigga. Huh. Well, family well. with this. Well, grew up with this nigga. <laughs> yeah. One of the coldest, one of the greatest of all times. Yeah. Saying your full name, Brian Michael <laughs> Cox. Yeah. 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 Yo. So we Motherfucker. Been, we've been talking about this for a minute. I'm so glad, man, that we are in the building. We're here. We're here. My we, brothers. We cannot be um, the authority unless you come here. Tank, man, I appreciate you. Jay, my oh, peoples, man. man. We, we go... Y'all about to see how far back we go for real, for real. This is this is real family talk. This is real fam talk right here. Listen, back you know, back in them noontime buildings. (laughs) It was nine five seven. Nine five seven West Marietta, baby. On on, on the railroad tracks. (laughs) On the railroad tracks. (laughs) Yes. When we was all right behind the building. We was just trying. Hold on, let the train pass and we get the we get the next vocal. No, for real. Let the train pass and we get the next vocal. Absolutely. When we was all just trying. Dog, just coming up. Kids trying to come up, man. All of us. It was was me, you. Donnie um, Scans. Donnie Scans, the the twins. Brian and Brandon. Eric Roberson. Yep. Jante, it was just, it was a it was a house full. Jazzy Faye, Teddy Bishop, Bishop. J Dub, Dent. We was just just trying. Trying, man. We was just throwing throwing the shit at the wall, man. Hope for something to stick, bro. Every every, day. Every fucking day. I mean, it, it worked. Everybody you just named. Yeah. It's legendary it's, in this. Yeah. And yeah. you didn't even go to the executive side. Yeah, exactly. we, I was talking about just musicians. Nudie, I didn't even the TR. Yeah, yeah. Like, Chris Hicks the, and all that. We didn't yeah, even get yeah. into Still yeah. doing it. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Everybody, though. Yeah. Which is crazy. Everybody. That's crazy. TR's Imagine killing it. Everybody's killing being it. Together. killing it. Everybody. If we could have seen the future. Man. Like. I'm, I'm going to keep it real. I tell Chris, too. If we had presence of mind on what was happening, we would have we would have stuck together. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Y'all were. It, it, Y'all were monstrous. Yeah, we would have yeah. stuck together. Like yeah. I mean, some of, we stuck together in facets. Like Jazzy and Nooney did their thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Chris and Jante, and people yeah. kind of separated, and did their own thing. But I, I think that if we had known for real, for real, what was on the other side of all of this, yeah. you know what I'm saying? No, because part of y'all blueprint too is the fabric and the idea of the underdogs. Yeah, and for us, it was before. Like, Yep. Way before the yeah. underdogs, mm-hmm. you know what I'm and, saying, and, and to and where they got the concept from, obviously, is was Puff and Hitman. That's really where they got the concept from. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? With no time, yeah. With no time got the concept. You know, they had J Dub and Dent, and J Dub and Dent were were co-managed by Puff. You know, mm. the yeah, yeah, late yeah, 90s. Yeah, yeah. And they basically went up there and saw how Puff was running his shit, and was like, "Oh, we're gonna kind of duplicate that." Yeah. And then they got Teddy, and they got Jazzy. Uh, K Fam and mm-hmm. you know uh, Chris's brother Kevin Hicks who played guitar on all the records, all the records, yeah. And yeah, then yeah. Um, and then I, I just I, I came in the mix in the middle of all that. You know, John Tate was a part of it working with Teddy Bishop. The twins were working with Dub. It was just an interesting. Yeah. The one twelve was coming down there at the time. Yeah. I mean, Duran was working down there. It was just mm-hmm. a really interesting time in the late nineties with with that company. You know, it what was saying? just y'all were really like y'all were really. An artist away. One artist away. Your own artist. And what's crazy is, right, 
all executives. Let me say we're executives. Okay, we talked about the partners, but we mm-hmm. talk about the you know God bless Shakir Stewart. Yeah, absolutely. Talk about yeah. Jaha Johnson. Mm-hmm. We talk about mm-hmm. Jarrell Allen. We talk about people who were you know instrumental in in that situation. Ryan Glover, who was yes. a partner, who absolutely. now owns absolutely. a Greenwood Bank, who's popping. You know what I mean? Yes. Like, it's yes. just out of control. Yeah. Yeah. I wish that you know. I wish that we had the presence of mind at that time. And but of course, you never know what's on the other yeah. side. You just kind of just yeah, yeah. Go. But what a you know starting what I mean? ground. Bro. What a what a fucking starting ground, bro. You know, you got people like. You know, Block was coming down. Block. Uh, 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 <laughs> freaking T.I. was coming. Yeah. And, you know, it was just an interesting. Because y'all also did many genres of music. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. That was the other yeah. thing. Like, yes. with, with us, with the underdogs, it was very it was much very R&B. so R&B, R&B and pop. pop. Yeah. And that's really what it was. We you saw everybody from Rick Ross, like Trick y'all Daddy. Had, yeah. To y'all was Tank and yeah. Aaliyah and everything. Genuine. It was just an ill combination of people. Jim Crow. And then, you know what I mean? It's just, it was just an ill, you know, Jim Crow is where we get Polo to Don. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? No, like, y'all was a one-stop shop. It was just an ill combination of, of uh, I mean, when, do you remember when, uh, what's my man um, from uh, Hootie and the Blowfish was down there? Darius. Darius? Darius, Darius, Darius Rucker, Rucker was there. Yeah. Darius Rucker came. You you was there. Because he, 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 he pulled up on us too, early underdog days. When early it was, on. This is when like, it was just me, Damon, and Harvey. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Darius he Rucker. He was looking for that R&B. Yeah, he was yeah, doing yeah. like an yeah. R&B Stevie type thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it was crazy because Hump. Wow. <laughs> Hump. Wow. I Where's he at? Hump, yo, Hump's doing like TV film shit. Like no, he's like, he's, like he's, he's killing it. Yeah. Okay. Hump dope, it. So Hump, I remember uh, uh, Darius Rucker had a deal with Budweiser. Oh, I heard about that. And they, the fucking 18-wheeler, Budweiser 18-wheeler, pulled the noontime, and niggas was drinking beer for like five months, bro. It was crazy. Five what? months. It was the craziest shit I've ever I was expecting five days. Yeah, you know, it was, you know, we, we had no, you so know, much beer, You got bro. that deal, though? The truck pulled up. The truck, the 18-wheeler pulled up, and he was yeah. like, yeah, man, just drop it off. I was like, what the fuck is happening? Like, does, I never does seen- Does beer get old? I don't drink beer. No, niggas was drink, I don't know. I don't niggas know. It's in the can. It's in the can. It's in the can. five months. Yeah, it's in the can. Niggas was drinking it. Anything in the can don't get old? Anything in the can. I think, it, I think it's got a long shelf life. Shit. Not like my plastic bottles of Sprite. <laughs> yeah, thanks, Sprite. <laughs> thanks. Thanks. Two years supply of Sprite expired in six months. Thanks. Oh, maybe less. Appreciate that. I'm trying to give it away. B Cox, man, um, man, you you're shit. You're yeah. one of the greatest. Man, I appreciate you guys, man. And you know we what? gotta we gotta turn back the hands of time. Yeah, yeah. And really get establish to it. how you got here. Man. Like, man. like, like, when does B Cox happen? When does when does somebody say, you know, this kid is special? Or when do you say to yourself, uh, I've found my purpose? Like. Talk, yeah, yeah. Talk take to us, us back about, to H Town. We have yeah. Houston, man. Yeah. You know, take I us back. Take ultimately, us back. Ultimately, um, I've always wanted to be a producer. I never understood what it really meant, but I knew that whatever Quincy Jones did was important. Whatever Teddy Riley did was important. Whatever Jimmy Jam and Terry Lewis did was important. Whatever Elaine Bayface did was important. Mm-hmm. And these were the names I was seeing on, on the back of my favorite albums and favorite. You know, I'm a you know I me. Mean, we talk about credits. I'm yeah. a credit reader. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, people call me a music encyclopedia. You know, I I know things that I shouldn't know, right? Yeah, right. And it's because I studied these these records. My mother was a avid record buyer. My aunts were. Your you know, mother, everybody, and your aunt. 
my, that I met at the brunch. Yes, your brunch my mom. Yes, my mom. Amazing. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> yeah. And I want to say hello. Yeah. <laughs> I want to say hello. I was at the table with her. You was yeah. there. That's yeah, right. You yeah, sat there yeah, with my yeah. mom. That's right. Amazing. Amazing yeah. women. So my mom was super just into music, heavy. My mom loved music, and, and I get my love of music from her and my, and my aunts and my uncles. You know what I mean? And they would buy records. I'm saying like specific Every one of my aunts had different styles, like different things that they liked, mm -hmm. right? So when you're young, right, and you're growing up in a big family and you spend time with all your different family members, you get to get all this experience from different things, right? So like Manny Jack, who passed away a few years ago, her particular style of music was very eclectic. Like she would listen to things like Journey, Asia, Hall of Notes, but then Charlamagne was one of her favorite groups. Hmm. Or Thunet Fire was one of her favorite groups. I mean, you know, so she had, she had a she might have been the most eclectic mm -hmm. record collector. You know, like my first time ever hearing Donald Fagan's Nightlife record was because she had it, mm. and I didn't I didn't even know who Donald Fagan was, and I had to find out that he was a member of Steely Dan, and that she had Steely Dan records, and she was the one telling me all these different things. You're talking a lot of talk, right? Yeah, man. like the whole the whole other thing, Real right? Music talk. Yeah, Real she music was the talk. one that told me all these different things, right? My mom was just really into like super like you know early on like you know funk boogie you know what i mean so uh that translates from you know you get parliament funkadelic to uh when it translates to boogie that goes to kashif and goes to what leon silvers was doing and things of that nature and my mother also was really into fusion so like herbie hancock funk that she was she, she wasn't really into herbie's like super jazz shit but it was like when they got to chameleon and when they got to records like headhunters and beat don't fail me now and things yeah, like that my mom yeah. was really into that shit you know what i'm saying and that was what really really like i, I was up to my mom's so i was with her a lot so a lot of that music shaped uh, like my mom loved d train and loved things like that in the early 80s like i, I feel like my mom's the most dense era of music for my mom was like 19, I would say 1979, like 1983, mm -hmm. right? So um, you have, I, I, I was exposed to a lot of music during those years. And I was very young. I was like, might have, you know, between the ages of 79, I might have been one, going on two. So from two to like six there was a lot of music that was being, a lot of information that was being right. just absorbed. Just in just your, fun. Yeah, yeah, just because. And are you, when did you start playing? I started playing when I was six. Mm -hmm. So well, by this was, time, you're already hearing it, though. Yeah, yeah. So I've heard it, but then I went to go live with my grand, <clears throat> my grandparents. Right, my grandparents are from Bahamas and Miami. I went to Miami, went back to Miami. I was born in Miami with my mom. My mom moved to Houston in ninety seven, seventy nine. Okay. So I was born in Miami in seventy seven. My mom moved to Houston in seventy nine. Then I moved back to Miami to live with my grandparents when I was five or six, right? And my grandparents are, you know, my grandfather's a Pentecostal minister. So then you, mm. I, I have all this, there it goes. I have all this information, yeah, yeah, yeah. right? Then now I all, go to all church. The all the secular information. Oh yeah, all the secular information yeah. was already <laughs> there, right? And now I gotta go back and I gotta go to church because mm. my grandfather's not having it. Not having it. You know what I'm saying? We're not listening to nothing. You know, it's it's you know, wow. it's it's really it's a culture shock. Yeah, a culture shock. It's Mahalia Jackson. You know, Mahalia Jackson. It's it's you know, I mean, I'm talking about old James Cleveland. I'm talking about James old Cleaver, time. Yeah. But now you're gospel, getting, but now you're right? getting, but now you're getting the root. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm not knowing at the time. Of all just, the things that we do. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. But like my grandfather, well, he wasn't even with the new. And my grandfather went rocking with like the John P. The Keys and, and, and all. Yeah, <laughs> none of that. None my of grand, that. My grandfather's from Ackland Island. The Bahamas, man, like that, you know, he's he, he, he wants, yeah, you know. <laughs> so, okay. and my grandmother's the same, right? So, um, 
now I'm now I'm in church and you got to do something, right? So let me tell you what's interesting, right? There's a guy, you y'all may know him. He's an he's an amazing musician. He's put out a couple of records now, but he used to play um with the roots. His name is Raymond Angry, right? Ray Angry. Mm. Okay. So Raymond Angry is one of my guys. Okay. So let me explain huh. something to you about Ray. Yeah. J- just so you know. Yeah. All right? Yeah. Um Ray Ray and I grew up in the same church, in the same church atmosphere. Church got a prophecy, right? His father was a was well respected and was like a person who took me in as like a nephew and this down the third and Ray was way older than us. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Ray might have been if I was like six or seven, Ray might have been fifteen or fourteen, mm-hmm. something like that, right? And Ray, we y'all call him Ray, but me and Kendrick, who my cousin Kendrick Dean, mm-hmm. we call him Sebastian. That's his name. Wow. Because he's Ray Angry Jr. So at church, his dad's Big Ray, we called him Sebastian. So I know him as Sebastian. Mm-hmm. And Ray Angry is the first person that I ever saw that made me want to play piano. Like for real. Like he was that, like, um, like that, he was. Listen, that's nuts. No, for real. He was one of those people. He was like. An anomaly, like he was a superstar like, keyboard player at fourteen, player. though. At fourteen, yeah. Organ, ridiculous. Like he was like, he was the best already. Oh, he was cold. <laughs> he was the best. You know what I'm saying? Oh, he was cold. He yeah, was the best yeah. already. He's, he's right? the first person I seen move his hips while playing keyboard, two keyboards at the same time, at Rankin yeah. Chapel at Howard University, mm-hmm. and he was smashing. Yeah. Ray was, was all the keyboards like this. Yeah. He's dancing. No, he's dancing. Oh, that's, no. that's forbidden. You can't. You, Not the way he was dancing. No, Ray, 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 Ray's, Ray was different. Oh, he's like, different. Okay. And we were kids. Me and Kendrick were little, and was just always in awe of him. And he would always let us sit by him. You know, he would. He was rocking up, with y'all. Y'all was his. That was we his just guy. Sit by him. We just, yeah. you know what I mean. Sit behind him and watch him. You know what I mean. And that I always. Um, and it's crazy because I hadn't thought about this in a long time. To me, me and my mother was talking about this recently, and I hadn't thought about it in a while. My mom was like, Sebastian, like, that's where you, that's where it started for you. And yeah. I remember my grandmother put me in piano lessons because of him. I did not know we had that in common. Yep. yep. I've known him since I was a little. I learned a, a little. gang of stuff yeah. from Raymond. I've known him since I was a little yeah. guy. I was in high school. He was at Howard University mm-hmm. killing everything. Mm-hmm. He was Shy, the, all them yeah. was up there. Like, yeah, yeah, that, that's the era. Dave, that was the era, that. yeah. That was the era. Yeah. Everybody was up yeah. there. And that we was, was the kids era. from high school. We were the, the singing kids from high school yeah. that would come up to Howard University and sing at all the yeah. church functions and all that. We was like the best group, you know what I'm saying? Wow. And yeah. We was That's high school crazy. kids. And Raymond Angry was like one of our heroes. Every time he got oh. on the keyboards, it was him and then another guy named Marlon Saunders who would yeah. get on Marlon the drums. Saunders, yeah. Or and uh what's our other guy? Um Gordon. Oh, mm. Gordon Chambers? Gordon Chambers. Of course, of course. Yeah. Gordon of course. Chambers was like Jesus to us. Of course, us. Hey, of course. Him and Raymond Angry. It was like this. Yeah, yeah. When they get on, the, when they get on instruments, it's a wrap. Sana Yes, man. It was like yes. gods to us. We just watched them in awe and just, well, how did you? What, 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 what did, did you, you do? do? Right? Like, why are your fingers just? Mm. Don't, no, Raymond was, uh, I mean, I mean, he was one of those people that we just, we couldn't wait to be around Sebastian. It was like, That's you know, crazy. and because we spent so much time over at the house, 
you know, like they said, you know, Big Ray really brought us in. And, mm-hmm. But he, like we spent a lot of time because Kendrick's father, Kendrick's grandfather, his his grandfather and my grandfather, they his grandfather was the pastor of the church. Mm-hmm. His grandfather was the pastor. And my grandfather was uh, one of the associate pastors and like, you know, been to being a bishop and basically was like really involved. They, they were like best friends and you know just really really an ill connection and of course Ray's dad was like literally so involved with mm-hmm. the church and they involved all the kids in the church so these are things that you know when I was in Miami living with my grandparents there was a major like a major shift in my life right yeah. and then my mother comes and gets me and I go back to Houston but I would go to Miami every summer Mm. So you go to Miami, you know, vacation Bible school, you go yeah. to, you know what I mean? So you did yeah. all, like yeah. literally, oh, so yeah. I was getting a proper, like balance, balance. right? Because I would come back, I would go to Houston, I would come back, come back to Houston with my mom and my aunts, and, you know, they was outside. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. You know, yeah. my mom and my aunties was outside. you going to school in Houston? I was going, I, 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 okay. I went to elementary school for two years in Miami, but then for the rest of my time, it was in Houston. So when I would come back, to, when I would go to Houston for school, my mom and them was outside, bro. Thursday nights at the club. I mean, they was outside. And, it would, and my mom, every week, would go to the record store. There's a record store in Houston called Sound Waves. She'd go to the record store every week, get new records. They would get, you know, all the new shit. So she was up on the new shit. My aunt's all up on the new shit. And I was the person that was, like, in the middle of it all. Like, that was my interest. Like none of my cousins were interested in it. That was my interest. Like, what new records you getting this week? You know what I mean? Yeah. And then And how old are you at this point? Um, so I would say, I mean, it's was happening at a very young age. I remember specifically, this is crazy. I remember specifically, I have a really wild memory, and I have to be at this point, I couldn't have been, I might have been six, right? And my mother came home with a stack of records, yo. I'll never forget it. It was Kashif's first album, Prince 1999, uh, freaking Spyro uh Yellow Jacket's second album. It was like a bunch of just different styles of records, right? And it's got to be like 83, 84. And my mom was just, we were just going through the records. And that was like, it was like Gap Band 5 uh, jamming the record with Party Train. And, you know, and then listening to these records, I was always entranced with how these records were made. And there's a record on Gap Band 5 specifically called I'm Ready. That's like this record to this day is like one of the most amazing records to me. It's like, I don't know if you guys even know this record, but it's like a a super album cut, but it's a smash. I don't know the record. It's like a record that really should have been a single. Yeah. Right? It's like, to this day, like, it's one of those I would probably, it's like one of the records, like, you have to hear, you're going to be like, why wasn't this song a single? Like, it was one of them kind of things. And for me, I always, um, proud of myself at finding those, like listening to whole albums and finding records that was kind of like I, that nobody listened to that I liked. You know what I mean? And that, and I would attach myself to. You know what I mean? And like, I want to learn this song. I want to play this song. I want to yeah. sing this song. You know what I mean? So there was a record like on Earth, Wind, and Fire's Power Light album. And Annie Shilly used to make me sing all the time. This record called Straight from the Heart that was written by Philip yeah. and. Uh, Eddie Del Barrio. Yeah, I know that record. And yeah. it was like the last song on side A and it was like, you know, such a random ass. It's like, almost like there's a record on Earth, Wind & Fire's 77 album called uh, 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 All In All called I, I Write A Song For You. Straight From The Heart is like part two. 
of that song. Mm. Didn't know that. Right. If you, if you listen to yeah. both songs, uh-huh. it's like, this is a continuation of that song, mm. right? And like music was such a major part of, obviously like, yeah, yeah, yeah. like right now you, yeah you going there <laughs> like music was such a major part of like everything in my life you know what i'm saying um and i remember i always tell people like the first birthday gift i ever got you know, when, I, when i turned six in 83 the first birthday gift i got was uh a rick james album it was cold-blooded it was man. my mom bought me cold-blooded Shout I, never out got, to I, mama, still, man. I still I, have that listen. album I knew I liked it yeah. from the brunch. <laughs> now I love her even more. No, literally, that was the first album I ever got Rick in my life. James. She bought me for my six, my six years old, bro. Yeah, I know what my son. Six years old. Mom's, mom's was outside. Mom's was outside. They was I bought, outside. I bought this for us. Yeah, that's basically what it was. I bought this for but she bought me the, the Rick birthday, James baby. cold-blooded album. I never forget it. You know. Yeah. I remember. I remember opening the album. I remember, you know, her writing my name on the album, opening the album, pulling the credits out, and it was black and the Gordy label. I remember everything about it. You know what I'm saying? I remember dropping the needle on certain records, and you know, like Ebony Eyes, and you know, Mary had a pimp, and records like that. You know what I mean? I'm six years old, six, bro. Mary yeah. had a pimp. This is great. Mary had a BIMP. <laughs> yeah, because she did. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like you know, but I remember. I remember being in Amber with the sound of Cold Blooded. Like why those? Why do those? Why do those drums sound like that? Bloody. Like what is that? What is the? What is that? What is, what is yeah. about that record that makes it? You know what I mean? Yeah. And. My mom was a huge Prince fan also. So she had every Prince album. And I, I remember, you know, like I said, 1999. I remember she bought 1999. I remember opening the album and the eye on the album. And the, I remember everything about the process of it. And I remember they went to the concert. It was a triple threat concert. I remember them like, we going to the concert. I'm just getting ready. I remember this shit vividly. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? This yeah. is like, as a kid, like, why do, why do I remember this? Yeah. You know what I mean? There, there was something that was... out. This was something I was supposed to do. When the music is in you, it's going to, like, when you have those moments where um, the music is tapping into, so I don't even know what to call it, but yeah. when the music is calling you in a certain way yeah. or trying to get your attention, there's always a moment in time that you can connect to that, no matter how small you are. Mm-hmm. I have so many of those moments. I have moments like a moment where I'm sitting there watching my uncle get dressed. He getting ready to go out on a date. And he's just, every time he goes from his room to the bathroom, he giving me some more game. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So you got to make sure you shave. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You got to yeah. shave for him. They like the yeah. for he, he really talking to himself. But you there. I'm a, I'm a, I'm so like, giving it to you. Yeah. I'm a kid kid. Yeah. Like, and he's got magic shave. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Yeah. He, he, yeah, that's some he, 80s. That's some real Oh, no, that's, no, that's the real. Yeah. Yeah. You got to hurry up and get that off your face. You got to hurry Yeah. Before your face burn off, right? Yeah, you can't be fucking around. He doing that and then... He, he got the smell, the smell good. And then you got to make sure you smell good. You know what I'm saying? Nephew, you got to make sure you got yeah. But all I hear in the background is, let the side show begin. Yeah. Hurry, hurry. Stop right on in. Yeah, he got the I ship hear, on. I'm, yeah. that's, I'm, I can see it. I can see me sitting at my grandmother's kitchen table and watching him walk back and forth. And he's, but he's setting the tone. He's setting the mood for it. The night going to be for him. So he got the music going. Yeah. He's like, yeah, nigga, I'm about to get, you know what I'm saying? He's getting dressed to the music. He's about to go that. If you're looking for the most epic place on earth, 
Let's start at the base of a massive waterfall. Then trek through the thick jungle. Then climb to the peak of a snowy mountaintop. Then once you get there, keep going. Because with intelligent 4x4 and 7 drive modes and a Nissan Pathfinder, the search is the real adventure. Available feature. Intelligent 4x4 cannot prevent collisions or provide enhanced traction in all conditions. Always monitor traffic and weather conditions. How do we level the playing field for all entrepreneurs? 55% of white businesses survive the startup phase, while only 4% of black businesses do the same. So I want every black entrepreneur to know about the 1 Million Black Businesses Initiative. The 1 Million Black Businesses Initiative is an award-winning program created by Shopify and Operation Hope. They're on a mission to start, grow, and scale 1 Million Black Businesses by 2030, driving wealth creation for the black community. Out of 6 million employer-owned businesses in the U.S., only 2.3% have black ownership. This program gives black entrepreneurs tools and resources to level the playing field. From free business coaching to tailored training and extended free Shopify trial. Shopify's made a 10-year, multi-million dollar commitment to the program, and it's working. The initiative already started, supported, and engaged with over 334,000 black businesses, helping them operate businesses that sell anything from skateboards to coffee beans to apparel. Business owners love this program. Simone Harvin, founder of SC Creative Group, says, The 1 million black businesses experience for me was unlike any other program I've been a part of, primarily because it was for us and it was by us. Here at Drink Champs, we are always interacting with our listeners, many being black entrepreneurs. Shopify is one of those platforms that empowers and emboldens entrepreneurship. So chart your own path for business success with the 1 Million Black Businesses Initiative and Shopify. Bring your business to Shopify with an exclusive offer at shopify.com slash B-E-N, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash B-E-N. AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news. Sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work. In traffic, so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories, change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. Got my PrevNar 20 shot. It's a pneumococcal pneumonia vaccine. For us wise folks, it helps protect. I'm 19, strong. And asthmatic and at higher risk. Get vaccinated. But, but nothing when grandma speaks. Grandson listens. 19 or older with chronic conditions like asthma, diabetes, or chronic heart disease, or 65 plus, you may be at higher risk for pneumococcal pneumonia. Prevnar 20 can help protect you with just one dose. Prevnar 20 is approved for adults to help prevent infections from 20 strains of the bacteria that cause pneumococcal pneumonia. Continued approval may depend on a supportive study. Don't get Prevnar 20 if you've had a severe allergic reaction to the vaccine or its ingredients. Adults with weakened immune systems may have a lower response to the vaccine. Side effects include pain and swelling at the injection site, fatigue, headache, muscle, and joint pain. For full prescribing information, please call 1-855-213-2138 or visit Prevnar20.com. Ask your doctor or pharmacist about getting vaccinated with Prevnar20, even if you've already received another pneumococcal pneumonia vaccine.
Moments like seeing my son's team cheer him on mean a lot to me. But after being diagnosed with metastatic breast cancer or MBC, which is breast cancer that has spread to other parts of the body, they mean even more. I take Ibrance, Palbociclib. Ibrance 125 milligram tablets with an aromatase inhibitor is for adults with HR positive HER2 negative NBC as the first hormonal based therapy. Ask your doctor about Ibrance and visit Ibrance.com. Ibrance may cause low white blood cell counts that may lead to serious infections. Ibrance may cause severe inflammation of the lungs. Both of these can lead to death. Tell your doctor right away if you have new or worsening symptoms, including trouble breathing, shortness of breath, cough, or chest pain. Before taking Ibrance, tell your doctor if you have fever, chills, or other signs of infection, liver or kidney problems, are or plan to become pregnant, or are breastfeeding. Common side effects include low red blood cell and low platelet counts, infections, tiredness, nausea, sore mouth, abnormalities in liver blood tests, diarrhea, hair thinning or loss, vomiting, rash, and loss of appetite. Yamaha used to make these keyboards that were like uh, consumer keyboards called Porta Sound keyboards, right? Mm-hmm. And so, so granted, equipment was super expensive, for sure. right? Mm-hmm. Forever and ever and ever. Back in the day, you know what I mean? You know, you couldn't, a Sinclair was like $50,000. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, so um, what companies started doing when they started making consumer based like instruments, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? And Versions Yamaha, of yeah. The, yeah. And Yamaha was one of the first to make a consumer, you know, something you could buy service merchandise or, you know, random, you know, like at, at a department store, they were one of the first to to do it. And PSR five hundred I think my I think my keyboard was like it might have been seven hundred bucks, like six hundred bucks, something like that. You know what Which I mean? Which was a lot back then. A lot of money. Oh yeah, that's then, a lot of right? money. For my mom to drop six hundred or seven hundred dollars on a keyboard, it's like Okay, nigga, you better. <laughs> you better, yeah. <laughs> you better, you better show out. Yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah. So, so I re- and I, I couldn't have been no more than at the time when I got the keyboard. I might have been 11. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, yeah. Right? $700 keyboard for an um, 11-year-old. And I remember just breaking down this keyboard, breaking it down, like reading the, reading the manual, breaking it down, breaking it down. And what happens is that they had four, I'm sorry, they had four preset beats in the keyboard. So like basically showing you the sounds. It mm-hmm. would give you like whatever. So in these four presets, I figured out a way where you can erase the presets <laughs> and make your own, make your own. Mm. sequences. And you wasn't supposed to do that. No. Cause this was just kind of like it was supposed to be it's a, it's a demo. A it's demo. A demo. Yeah. It was a demo. Yeah. It was a demo. Yeah, you get a keyboard as yeah. a demo. Yeah. It was a demo. But I was like, nah, let's figure out and it was a way <laughs> you could erase the demo. And this, you couldn't save it. Right? Uh, you couldn't say that. you were it. practicing. But what I would do is I would just make tracks. Because I had the shit hooked up to a little tape deck. Make tracks, put that shit on the track. On, 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 the, on the tape. Make four tracks. Erase. Make four new tracks. Erase. Make the four, and, and if something. Ingenuity. That, hmm. If something stuck, right? Something that was like, oh, this is, okay, this is really good, right? Then I would say, okay, if I had to make it again, I would make it again to see if I could do it again or do it better, right? And you don't even know that you're actually fine-tuning. I didn't even know I was fine-tuning. Your hours you know what I mean? Yeah. I'm just like, okay, can I make this track again? You know what I'm saying? And what happened was, in the short term, I would, you know, when you're young and you want, you know, at this point I might have been maybe 13 or 14 when this happened, 13. And uh, we started wanting to sing in groups, you know, where I've been in church and all that. You know, everybody wants to start doing, your groups was popping. Shy was out, boys to men's out, everybody, you know what I mean? So everybody want to start having groups. So I was in a group 
You know what I mean? And I was like the, you know, the music guy in the group. You know he what I mean? Devante. I was, yeah, the Devante or the Teddy or <laughs> yeah, whatever, right? Yeah, yeah. And um and in the midst of that, there was a there was a friend of ours. So I was in a group with my my best friends at the time, uh Scooby, Troy Clark, and his brother Trevor. And we uh they were they knew this guy, right? Who was in a group called Groove You. I don't know if you guys may I don't know if you may remember this group. They were signed to Atlantic Records, group called Groove You. Troy Taylor wrote and produced their first single, a song called Old Becomes the New. They were from Houston, right? The guy in the group, his name was Teron Mitchell. And I went to school with his sister, right, Lori. And my friends, they knew him. They were in a group before that he was kind of like developing. So they told him about me. Like, oh, it's this kid, this guy we're working with, you know, Brian or whatever. And Lori told him about me. Lori's in a group with my cousin Talia. So it was like interesting. Houston was an interesting space at that interesting place at that at that time because it was like all these groups popping up. Mm-hmm. You know, Girls Time was pop was popping. This is pre-Destiny Child. So yeah. Girls Time was popping. All these, all these groups are popping up. You know what I mean? And, and are, uh, are y'all all y'all going to school together too? We all know each other. Okay. In an interesting way because there was this thing that kind of brought us together called the People's Workshop. So the People's Workshop was like where all these kids will come and compete and mm. and like, you know, between People's Workshop and AXO and things of that nature, kids started knowing each other through these competitions. That's actually how I met Robert Glasper. Uh, okay, through shit. the People's through, through the People's Workshop. That's a whole nother story. Mm-hmm. We're doing that too. Um, so so um T, who Teron Mitchell, he hears some of the songs or some of the tracks we that was making. He was like, Oh, this you making tracks, I'm gonna come over to your house. Now T had like an ASR 10, all kind of shit at this house. Oh, yeah. You know he what I mean? He had yeah. the shit at this. He was cooking yeah. with grease, right? Yeah. Yeah. But here's my tracks. He's like, yo, man, what you working on? So I got this little keyboard, you know. He's like, You making all that on that shit? You know, it's like come to my house, you know. So I go to his house and he shows me his ASR 10 and shows me all I'm like, oh shit, this is some that was like that shit blew That's my mind. Next, SR10 is the next level. You know what I mean? I completely blew my mind, yeah. right? And he kind of took us under his wing and was like, yo, boom, you know, and he they would they were signed to Atlantic at the time. So he would go to New York, they make their records, this, that, and the third, and he would come back and he would play us these records, you know. And like, and I don't think that he even knew, or maybe he knew, maybe he knew that he was what kind of energy he was putting into me personally. Because I would hear these records, I'm like, damn, my records don't sound like that. How can I make my records sound like that? You know what I mean? So he was working with people like Troy Taylor. They was working with Gordon had done a bunch of stuff on them. They had a real budget. Yeah, they had a budget. They had a budget. They had a budget. Yeah. Craig was spending money on them. You know what I'm saying? Um, they uh, at the time they they went in with like uh, uh, with Kenny Smooth and all these. You know, they were they were making some records. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Then they 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 made some records with a young Donnell Jones. This is before Donnell was. Oh, Donnell was just a producer at Untouchables. And he wow. would come back, T would come back with these demos, like, yo, Donnell wrote us another one. Play us some demo. like this shit is crazy. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? And I'd be like, yo, I gotta get my records to sound like this. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? In the midst of this, I meet who would end up becoming like my like main mentor for many years, Craig Curtis. In the midst of You said this, Greg Curtis? Greg Curtis. I know Greg Curtis. So in the well. midst of all this happening with me, T, and my group, and this, that, and the third, T was managed by this guy named Abby Lamar. And Abby Lamar was Akeem Olajuwon's cousin. He was the one that made the deal at Atlantic, but he was also managing Greg Curtis. So T takes me to Abby's office. 
with my keyboard. My keyboard has speakers in it, so I just bring my keyboard to the <laughs> to the fucking office. Play your and, shit. Yeah. T was like, "Yo, man, press play on Abby." So I press play on him. Abby's like, "This African to look. Oh shit! Oh shit! Oh, that's coming out of the keyboard. Oh, I'm gonna call Greg now." He calls Greg. He's like, Greg, you got to come up here, nigga. You got to come up here. <laughs> this little nigga come. He got a little keyboard with speakers on his niggas playing. He's just going crazy, right? <laughs> so then Greg pulls up. Greg actually comes to the... Now, for us, now you understand, for me, I was going to HSPVA at the time. I was at. I was in high school. I was going to HSPVA, which is the same school Greg graduated from years before. Secondly, for us, Greg Curtis was already a legend in the city. Right. From a gospel perspective, he wrote just a prayer away for Elon Adams. Mm-hmm. He literally had been, you know, on tour with everybody from Keith Sweat to Black Street to Tony Tony. Yeah. Like he was like the yeah. guy. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. He was just like he's so he's like, Greg is coming to the office. I'm like bugging, like, oh shit, Greg is coming to the office. You know what I mean? Greg comes to the office and I I press play on him. He's like, You that's coming out of that? He's like, Okay, get in the car with me right now. So I take my keyboard, get in the car with him, go to his house. Greg has this like wow studio in his crib. And he's like, yo, I'm gonna show you. I'm gonna literally show you how to really do this. He literally wow. showed me how to produce. Like from that day forward, I was I was at his house damn near every day. You know what I mean? Like literally. What was what was he what was his setup? He had the oh, oh no, he was he was about the shit. Greg had you know, back in those days, everybody was using drum machines like NPCs and stuff. Like he he was different. He had the fucking uh, Mac. He had a Mac. This is in the mid '90s. He had a Mac with performer. I didn't even digital performer. This before it was it was a regular performer with the Motu, um, you know, interface. The mm-hmm. whole like the the bridge. He had two D88s. He had like you know some outboard some outboard reverb delay get the delay stuff you know going on but he had the 880 the 1080 the the the, the se1 yeah, yeah, you know i mean yeah, yeah, yeah. i mean but, but what was ill was that he had the shit like he had everything programmed in his computer the patches were in his computer so if i wanted to go to like a nylon guitar i could just go to the computer and do it and this is about now this shit sounds right. regular but in like 1994, that shit was like not regular. Some <laughs> most in, most yeah. incredible shit ever that not you could pull regular. up a patch on, yeah. you know what I mean, yeah, yeah. on the computer and actually make an eight bar sequence and do double. Like it was ill, you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. And he basically at that point was like, "Yo, you with me?" You know, took him in his wing and taught me everything that I needed to know before I came to Atlanta, right? Damn. So check right in the midst of this, of all of this. My senior year of high school happens. 95, become a senior year of high school. Who fucking walks in? Orientation. Fucking Beyonce and Latoya <laughs> walk in. Orientation, right? Because they're freshmen at our high school. Okay? So I'm to talk. It's been talk about them. Like we knew who they were from People's Workshop, but now it's been talk about them because they, you know, got, they got signed, or they was about to get signed to Columbia, and it was like a big, it was like mm-hmm. talk about them, right? But I hadn't seen them since it was like, you know, 10 or 11 at this mm, point. When it like was 13, girls' 14, time, 14, yeah. yeah. Like 13, 14 at this point. I'm 17. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? They walk, Beyonce is a grown-ass woman. Yeah. <laughs> she walks in. <laughs> 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 
<laughs> niggas at the school is going crazy. Niggas, niggas at the school going like, yo, I know you don't know them. I was like, I do know them. Yo, right. that freshman is just, yo. <laughs> niggas at the school are losing yo, think, their You think mind. I, could, I could do two more years here? <laughs> <laughs> niggas at school losing their mind, right? But I already knew them the whole nine, so we get to talking and, and you know, of course, there's always a common thread. We all we came up together in in, in that people's workshop mm-hmm. vibe. So um, she tells me like, "Yo, hey man, you know we we you know we we going to Sacramento. We are working with Dwayne, Dwayne you know, Wiggins. Wiggins yeah. You know, so basically that that period when they were going doing those records with Dwayne, I would I was running my mom phone bill up." You know, basically I was calling them like, yo, well, play some over the phone. I, I was just trying to get any little bit of information, inspiration, anything. information yeah. that yeah. I could get. And I mean, I knew them, Beyonce, Kelly, Latavia, Latoya, I knew them well. So they was, well, they were, you know, we have a call. Like, hey, Brian, oh, listen to this song. They played, you know, you know, Human Nature. They played, you know, Second Nature. They played those regular, you know, they played songs. And I'm just like, oh man, I got to fucking figure this out. You know, it was like a right. thing, like, it became a mad dash, almost like a race to figure it out. Because you keep hearing these new levels of music. Yeah. And you're like... But that are people that are connected to them, that too. That I know directly. Yeah. Right. yeah. Right. You know what I mean? Same friend group, same yeah. age group. Age shorter, group. But yeah. I'm like, I gotta... I, yeah. I, have I to need figure, that. We've I gotta all, figure we've this all out. Been, we've all been there where it's like, you think you're doing something, and then you hear the next level. And you're like, <sighs> you know what? <laughs> They about to ask me to play these records. I'm gonna say I ain't, I'm gonna got, say it I ain't got it yet. I'm gonna say I'm gonna, sure. I, I, right? I, you know I ain't bring nothing. Man, I just came to hang yeah, out. Yeah, CD, yeah. CD been skipping. It's been skipping yeah. the whole yeah. time. I ain't even. You, you, know, you know when you're not on the level. Yeah. Or you should. You should know. Because I've been I, in I rooms where somebody didn't know and they, just, and they still wanted to play it because they yeah, got excited. Yeah. And I always looked at them for those records. Listen, I always. That's very that, tough. Jay, that was the. That's where I learned the biggest lesson. When I would hear these records, I'm like, I'm not ready yet. And I would say to myself, like, you're not ready, right? So what happened was I had a crazy breakthrough, right? One day, Beyonce calls me, or one of the girls, either Beyonce or Latoya, one of them called me, like, hey, we told Matthew about the song. I would, I would pester them, like, yo, hey, come in the room, practice room. I got a song, another song. I'm playing songs for them. Because I was one of the only people that really knew that the deal, that their deal was done. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Every, it was like a rumor. They still going to school. They but still, they were still yeah. going to school. But I was like one of the only people that knew that the deal was actually finished. Mm-hmm. Right? And they let me know that. So I would always hound them like, oh, I got another song, you know? Mm-hmm. And then one day, I got a call. I was like, hey, we want to come do that song. Whatever song you're singing, they would come do that song. And I was like, okay. So I'm calling Greg and calling T. I'm like, hey, they want to come do songs, you know, whatever. So they came and they did, we did two songs together. We did a song called Sweetie Pie and we did a song called Hey DJ, right? And I think Greg actually still has, actually has the song still. I believe oh, wow. he still has them. Because um, if he does, I'm, I'm pretty sure he does. I'm pretty sure he does. Because Greg is good with keeping shit. I'm pretty mm-hmm. sure he does. So um, we made the songs and I will never forget this because this was the day that I, re- I knew. I was like, Okay, I'm fuck being in a group, fuck being, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's not what I want to do. This is what I want to do. Writing and producer. I remember I remember it vividly. It was like, okay, you know, when you have a space where you're like, okay, I'm in a group and we're mm-hmm. trying to figure it out, mm-hmm. but I want to write for this person. But it was like when, when I had this session, it was like, yeah, nah. This is this is it. This is it. 
Like I don't I don't want to be performing. I don't want to do that. What was shit. it about the session? Was it was it the way that the music turned out? Was it? It was the way it turned out, but it was also the way that they were like, as you threw something out at them, the way they was giving it back. It's professional. I had never experienced that. Mm. It was Beyonce and Kelly in the studio, and I had I never experienced giving like like giving somebody something, like a like a line or giving them something, and they give it back to me in a way. It was like, oh, that shit was perfect. You know what I mean? Like it was like. I never produced like you know you producing your, we we in the group and you're producing yourselves and you know you don't really you know I don't I, I thought I knew what I was doing you know what I mean but I, you know just we just trying shit yeah you know what I mean to give instruction and to hear it back the way that it was coming back to me you know what I mean and I'm like everything they was doing I'm like wait a second and was ill as I would tell people all the time like these girls were way advanced like they were so advanced it was just i never experienced anything like anything like that like i was like okay all right first of all these girls are going to be superstars that was the first thing Mm -hmm. second thing i was like this is exactly what i want to do because if i'm able to throw something out of somebody and then give it back to me the way that these people are giving it back to me Mm -hmm. then i don't need to be singing because i'm not doing they got it (laughs) <laughs> you know yeah, what I mean it I'm was kind of like that. it's yeah. not like Beyonce and Kelly got it like I ain't, yeah. I ain't got it but being yeah. able to identify that is a gift in itself mm-hmm. so fast forward when I started to come to Atlanta I remember coming to Atlanta what made you come to Atlanta oh man I, I, was I, it I, college or just to come to Atlanta no nah, it was it was a girl yeah you know it was a lady you know real you, R&B you followed, lady, you R&B. followed your heart brother follow my heart real bro. R&B, R&B yeah, look at you now through, look at you now I mean I'm sure you're not with her anymore but yeah. you know yeah but she's still a great <laughs> friend we're still cool yeah 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 she's hey, still, Leon. She still gets, did she, she still get royalties nah nah. <laughs> nah nah but nah she I, I, it's crazy recently we, we, we had a reconnection recently she came to the Usher show and we talked about this and I was like I had to give her props like hey you know like I wouldn't Kick have came down to one for you. I came because of you. Because I was going to New York. Mm-hmm. That was, but she lived in Atlanta, and you. Were no, like, she no, she was in Houston. Mm-hmm. So here's the deal: I graduated high school and I stayed in Houston for her. Okay. I stayed in Houston. I didn't go. I, I didn't go to the college. I was. I went to fucking University of Houston. All that. To stay with your woman. To stay with my woman. Yeah. Yeah. Because she was a year behind me. You know what I'm saying? She yeah. gra- She's about to graduate, and she gets set to all these schools and. She's like, I'm going to Atlanta. And I'm like, well, we going to Atlanta. Yeah. What you yeah. mean? Yeah. You, mean you going? Me. You mean we? We, we, <laughs> we got accepted in the club. <laughs> we going to Atlanta. So I did everything I could to get to get what I did. I got, I got, now I got you HBCU. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Got to out of here. <laughs> Went right to Clark, nigga. <laughs> I, I, was, I was trying to go to, to new school. You know, okay. Rob at gra- Glassboro. Rob Glassboro graduated. He was going to the new school he introduced me to the dean and everything and I was talking to her and I was gonna try to go to the new school what is the new school what is that uh, it's the Manhattan uh, um, school in Manhattan the jazz school in Manhattan okay mm-hmm. oh you gonna go oh yeah, you about to fully be immersed yeah, in music yeah, yeah I was gonna go to the I was trying to and he had already like I said I already talked to the dean a few times we were trying to figure it out and then when she told me she was going to Atlanta I was like well I want to go to New York I'll see you Robert I'll see you <laughs> <laughs> going, going to Atlanta and yeah. ultimately, I remember rationalizing it because I was like, well, I mean, Atlanta's where, at the, at the time, this is 97, so uh, Atlanta's ooh. just cracking. Cracking. It's just cracking. So I'm like, it's really a- It makes sense. Yeah, it makes sense for me to go there sense. because I'll be able to really 
follow what I'm trying to follow. Yeah. You know what I mean? And the only way I'm get that support from my mom is if I go to school. So I was able to get uh, a, scholarship, a partial scholarship at Clark, and I was able to get grants and all kinds of different things, whatever. I had good grades, so it wasn't a problem. And I ended up going to Clark. And I came to Atlanta. And I remember the first thing that I did was I opened up the white pages. This is some, you know, if you guys may not know, this, you know, oh, yeah. youngins, oh, yeah. y'all don't know about the white pages. Y'all can Google, you know. But yeah. back in the day, we didn't have Google. We had the white pages, yeah. you know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah. And be, me being an avid um, credit reader, I knew all the studios in Atlanta. I knew Doppler. I knew Darp. Mm. I knew Lococo. I knew Purple Dragon. I knew all the, like, all the names of the studios. So I just opened up and highlighted all the studios and would just call, try to get internships, you know what I'm saying? And this is why I was going to school and still doing what I was doing. But I was like, man, I got to get on. And I didn't realize how hard it was to get an in- internship. You know what I mean? It was like they had all these stipulations. I'm like, I'm, I'm like, I'm trying to work for free. I got all these stipulations for me to work for free. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. To work for free. Yeah. But it was a lot of stipulations to get internships. And I remember, I, you know, I'm, I called every place I could call. And then I remember on campus one day, you know, on campus they have like all of them. Was the AUC, right? Yeah, AUC, yeah. yeah. So they have all of the like, Street promo. Mm-hmm. Back in the day, it was like street promotions was big. Yeah, you know a, what I mean? The, yeah. All the posters so, yeah, up. Yeah, all yeah, the, yeah. It was like- Kenny they, Burns. Yeah, tell you. 2620, all that. Yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah. So it was, they were, it was, it was trip, you know, street promotions was a big deal back then. And I remember seeing a flyer, man. It was a flyer that was like, you know, noontime, you know, music, Hitman, this, that, and the third, boom, boom, boom. And it was like J-Dub, Dent, Teddy Bishop. On the flyer. The flyer. K fam, boom, we named all the producers, and it was like, yeah, we got, we're doing hits for it. It was like Puff Daddy, Brandy, all these nice. different people. And it was like, if you're looking for banging beats, call this number. And it was, that was on a flyer. It was like on a random ass flyer. And I was like, what? You know a spot, but not just a spot, the spot. Actually, with the 2023 Nissan Frontier, you know a bunch of them. But the key to these great spots, being able to reach them in the first place. Your spot is out there. Find your frontier in the 2023 Nissan Frontier with standard 310 horsepower, advanced tech, and 281 pound-feet of torque. AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news. Sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories, change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. Got my Prevnar 20 shot. It's a pneumococcal pneumonia vaccine. For us wise folks, it helps protect. I'm 19, strong. And asthmatic and at higher risk? Get vaccinated. But but nothing when grandma speaks. Grandson listens. 19 or older with chronic conditions like asthma, diabetes, or chronic heart disease, or 65 plus, you may be at higher risk for pneumococcal pneumonia. Prevnar 20 can help protect you with just one dose. Prevnar 20 is approved for adults to help prevent infections from 20 strains of the bacteria that cause pneumococcal pneumonia. Continued approval may depend on a supportive study. Don't give Prevnar 20 if you've had a severe allergic reaction to the vaccine or its ingredients. Adults with weakened immune systems may have a lower response to the vaccine. Side effects include pain and swelling at the injection site, fatigue, headache, muscle, and joint pain. For full prescribing information, please call 1-855-213-2138 or visit Prevnar 
PrevNAR20.com. Ask your doctor or pharmacist about getting vaccinated with PrevNAR20, even if you've already received another pneumococcal pneumonia vaccine. Moments like seeing my son's team cheer him on mean a lot to me. But after being diagnosed with metastatic breast cancer or MBC, which is breast cancer that has spread to other parts of the body, they mean even more. I take Ibrance, palbociclib. Ibrance 125 milligram tablets with an aromatase inhibitor is for adults with HR positive HER2 negative NBC as the first hormonal based therapy. Ask your doctor about Ibrance and visit Ibrance.com. Ibrance may cause low white blood cell counts that may lead to serious infections. Ibrance may cause severe inflammation of the lungs. Both of these can lead to death. Tell your doctor right away if you have new or worsening symptoms, including trouble breathing, shortness of breath, cough, or chest pain. Before taking Ibrance, tell your doctor if you have fever, chills, or other signs of infection, liver or kidney problems, are or plan to become pregnant, or are breastfeeding. Common side effects include low red blood cell and low platelet counts, infections, tiredness, nausea, sore mouth, abnormalities in liver blood tests, diarrhea, hair thinning or loss, vomiting, rash, and loss of appetite. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global. Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. I'm actually kind of good with my money early on. Okay. Early on, I okay. was kind of like, I didn't, cause I didn't know what to do. I didn't know, I was like, well, I don't know what the fuck to do. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, you know, I had, you know, I had a girlfriend. I was... Like, I was spending money on her, but I wasn't like, I don't know what the fuck to do. It didn't, I didn't really go crazy, man, until, like, later. Later, I went crazy. <laughs> later What's the wildest crazy. thing you've purchased? Oh, man, I went, I bought a Bentley Cash. Oh, I, bought a, I, bought, I bought a Flying Spur Cash. I just went right to the spot. It was like, yo, I called my, 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 I did a new publishing deal, and they were, I was on the, on, on the, you know, you wait on the phone. I went on the line for the for the clearance. Like I signed a contract. Me yeah. and my mom and Chris, we all worked it out. I signed a contract, and I was at the Lermitage. I never forget it. I was at the Lermitage Hotel, just kind of in the hotel waiting for the call. It's not happening fast enough. I'm just not happening fast enough. <laughs> I just I signed a contract this morning. I faxed it over. What's going they, on? They got my yeah. banking information. Like, yeah, yeah. What's they happening? got the wiring. What's, what's, what's going, going on? on? What's yeah, going I know on? I can afford it. I know. I'm just sitting there waiting, waiting, and then. My mom calls. She's like, um, um, "Okay, um, you can go check the account." And I was like, "She was." I said, "You check it." She said, I checked it, but you need to go check it. <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm not even going to tell you what's in there. You go check it. And I remember I went to go. I called the bank. I was like, "Hey, what's you know?" They gave me the what I got. They gave me the the balance. Yeah. You know what I'm saying, nigga? I called Beverly Hills Bentley. I caught the phone with them. Picked up the phone, I called Beverly Hills ben- Bentley immediately. It wasn't even two seconds. It was like, could I stand? And I knew the deal was coming, hold on, right? Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. 
I knew the deal was coming, right? So we kind of been prepping. Me, Chris, and Jaha kind of been, they kind of been prepping me for the money. Like, yo, Chris and Jaha, like, yo, Cox, all right, when the money hit, you got to chill out. And they, they were already kind of prepping me, and I was just like, okay, cool. You know, because I've been in L.A. for a few weeks working. I'm like, cool. All right. All right. I'm like, the money ain't there. I'm not tripping. You know what I'm saying? So I remember Jaha took me a few days before. Took me to, like, go test drive some cars. Like, just like... Let me go test drive this Porsche. Let me go test drive this Aston Martin, this bank, this, this Vantage. Let me go test drive. I was test driving everything, right? I remember I test drove the Flying Spur, and I was like, yeah. It's like me. Yeah. I'm going to get this motherfucker. Yeah, you know, like, you sure you want? It's like, man, you sure you don't want to just go get just get a 911, man, and just, you know. I was like, uh, I might lean to the, I'm like, I might lean to the 911. I'm not telling him. I'm in my mind, I'm like, no, nigga. I'm about to drive. 325 on this car. Ah, 325. As soon as that motherfucker cleared, I called Bentley, Beverly Hills Bentley, and me said, hey, hey, y'all got y'all still got that car over there? I'm I'm on I'm on I'm on the way right now. Went to the bank, went right over there, nigga. Did they try to stop you at the bank? Nah. It's like a little cashier's check? Yeah. Yeah, yeah I was yeah. like, let me get a cashier's Write check. That out. Yeah, yeah, let me get a cashier's Bentley. check. And I was like to oh. Bentley Motors, Beverly yeah, Hills. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I went right down there and gave them that shit. And they was like, which color do you want, Mr. Cox? Where'd you go? <laughs> Mr. Cox. Oh, Mr. Cox, you want some champagne? Want some- <laughs> <laughs> Listen, if this was yeah. now, they'd yeah. be all on Instagram and everything. Yeah. 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 <laughs> oh, my God. The gram was out back then? Boy, please, nigga. We so, all please. Up. It was like, oh, Mr. Cox. Sit on the car. Yeah, yeah. Cox, sit on the car, Mr. Cox. Put the, nah, put the bow on it and all the, the shit. The bow on everything. Nah, it was just one of them. And I remember being like, you know, I never did anything like that. And I remember I did that. And then I flew to Houston and I bought my mama a house immediately. And then I went. I just, I, I, you know, when you make it, when you make so many songs. You understand, at that point, by the time I made that deal, I made so many songs. Right, the pipeline was crazy. My pipeline was crazy because I, cause I, I only, I was taking, I, I didn't take a whole lot of money every time. So, mm-hmm. like, let's say that by the time, uh, you got it bad, becomes a thing, right? Like, my deal, my my publishing deal was like we did like a small deal. Like we went to Warner and did like they did the joint venture with Warner and I did a deal. You know, it was a small deal. So by the time I signed that deal, I. I recouped. Yeah, recouped. Yeah. So because you you got a bad was huge. So these records were these records were coming out. They were huge records. So by the time I was signing these deals, I would do I would get half a million here, four hundred there. But I would sign off as soon as I signed the deal. You'd already made it back. I'd be you recouped. Moved. You know what I'm saying? So I was making money, but I had never did like a deal that was like, oh, here is yeah. M's. So 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 mil- yeah. millions. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, I know yeah. I was doing five hundred. Recoup and I would make my money, and I was doing well. I was, you know, I was doing great. You know yeah, what I mean? But yeah. it wasn't like I got a whole like lump. lump this was your money. I've arrived check. That was yeah. like, yo, yeah, here you go, buddy. So you 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 went into that. He said it. He said, <laughs> he the said song. it. You he said, said it. it. So we going there. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Confessions. Mm. So confessions, right? You got a bad. It's eighty-seven on one. Right. Oh shit! Yes. It oh, I'm, now I'm jumping. Yeah. Now I'm jumping. Yes, it is. You got a bad it is eighty-seven on one, and you got. I'm thinking of burn. Yeah, you say you got confession. a bad. I immediately thought burn, but yes, Burn's okay. Confession. So eighty seven ones, you got a bad. You got a bad eighty seven one. And what's ill is that I tell people this all the time. Out of all the artists I wanted to work with, like he was Usher was the only artist I was like, yo, I have to work with him. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. You need an Usher place. Everybody else, it was cool. Mm-hmm. It was great. You know what I mean. And I mean working with all my people, all the people I 
you know, enjoyed, you know, growing up listening to, I got a chance to work with Aaliyah, Tony Brash, like, you know, I knew people who, phenomenal people, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. And it was just like, damn, I, you know, I felt like, okay, I'm in the business, I'm doing what I'm supposed to do. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. I'm working with all these people, they're great, I'm doing what I'm supposed to do when I'm, I'm, you know, I'm pushing and forward. And you and Jermaine are locked in at this point. Yeah, so I'm locked in with Jermaine, but I'm also locked in with Noontime Heavy. So the Tony Braxton, Aaliyah, oh, all that's that stuff from is Noontime. Yeah, yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? I'm locked in with Jermaine Heavy. Oh, you're on, doing double duty. Yeah, I'm locked in heavy with Jermaine on Jagged Edge. You know, everything's so, so deaf. I'm locked in with him. We're doing Shantae Moore. We're doing, you know, Mariah. We're doing all these different things. And um, the only artist that was like, yo, man, I, I really want to write. With, like, I want That's the call I want. Like, because he would call me for all these different artists. I'm like, okay, cool, I'm coming down. Diana called me, like, yo, can you come and do so-and-so? I'm coming down. Studio, and I was like, man, I hope this nigga call me for Usher, man. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I was just about, you know, and he called me. He was like, yo, man, come down. You got, we, on, we start Usher today. I was like, shit. And literally, it was the first day that he opened that studio. So it was the oh, first the day. Big, the big studio. Yeah, from yeah. Southside. I went to Southside when they were building it. Mm -hmm. And then we were still working at the house. And then one day he called me. It was like, hey, man, can you come down to the new studio? We, you know, it's finished. We're going to start today. And I was like, what are we working on? He was like, we working on Usher. I was like, shit. First day, new studio, first song, you got it bad. No bullshit. Hang up. No bullshit. Back. New studio, first day, first song. No bullshit. What's that, that, first? What's first? The keys or the drums? Keys. So there's an incredible story about this, right? It's an incredible story. We're talking, and he's like, Jermaine is very specific and strategic about how he approaches things. He's like, yo, man, like we need to do a song that's kind of like, what, what could Nice and Slow be bigger and more pop? Like he was just like, what can, how can we, because Nice and Slow was so niggerish and right. dope, but it was yeah. very, very black. You know what I mean? Even though it ended up being a pop record, but, but his no, approach was very. very much so a black record. He was like, man, from yeah. progressive, how, how can we make it be still black? You know what I mean? And churchy, but you know, how can we take it up a notch? And we were just kind of going back and forth. And I started playing some things. He's like, okay, you're going that direction, whatever. So he's like, yeah, man, I'm. You know, Jermaine goes and he, once he has an idea in his head, he'll go and he'll play video games or whatever's going on that. So what's crazy is we were having a conversation before that, me, him, and Jermaine. I mean, him and Usher. Me, Jermaine, and Usher were having a conversation before that. And Usher's going through this thing with this girl, you know. I, I, I mean, I, I don't know if I should call this girl's name out, but <laughs> he's, going, he's going through this thing with this girl at the time. She's a she's a disaster. This girl's a disaster. And you, you definitely know this woman is. I don't know. She's a disaster. <laughs> she's a disaster. And... We have to ban her from the studio because Shit. it's like she's like she's just out of control, you know what I mean? And Jermaine is we talking about it, and Jermaine's like, man, you know, man, nigga, this, yeah, she got you, man, she got you, dog, man, you got a bad, bro, you got a bad. He just says he keeps saying it, man, you got a bad, dog, like that girl ain't no good, you got a bad, and he just say keep saying, keep saying it over and over again, and then literally that's how Jermaine, and then whatever happened with him, whatever that phrase was in his head, he was like, I'm going to stick with that. I'm going to stick to this phrase because we yeah. have to write a song about this. And when I came with the progression, he was like, so I came with the progression. Now, mind you, I'm coming from the school of, now you might, in noontime, 
the way my productions are at noontime are very elaborate. A lot of transitions strings and strings and, and bridges and all kinds mm-hmm. of shit. You know what I'm saying? So I'm approaching this ballot that way initially. So I I'm I got all kinds of strings and lead lines and all kind of shit going on. And I got a bridge part, change part, wind, all kind of shit going Some on in the wind. song. No, I got all that, right? All that, right? I got all that shit, right? So then I tell you, man, yo, I'm ready, man. Come come listen to what I got so far. So he comes in, he press pen on the drum machine, he just listens to all this, all this shit, you know? And he's listening. He's like, all right. He's a, and he goes to the next sequence. He's like, oh, we're not, I'm not going to use the next sequence. I'm not going to use that bridge. Goes back. And he's like, all right. And he goes to the board and he just starts muting shit. <laughs> I'm telling you, this is, the best, this is the greatest lesson I've learned in songwriting and producing ever. I was talking, he starts muting shit, right? Mutes everything. And I'm like, the fuck is he doing? Like, he muting all the good shit in my mind. You know what I mean? He's I was muting. flexing. I was yeah, I was, I'm, I'm, I'm in there getting my shit off. You don't you know hear the lead. You don't hear the lead. Yeah, he muting all, muting everything, right? The only thing we have left is the nylon and the wind. He liked the wind. I'm gonna keep the wind in there. But everything else, right? And he's like, okay, we're gonna start here. And I'm like, Okay. Goes on, he goes, starts loading up sounds. This is when Jermaine was using a floppy, so he had mm. an NPC system. Oh, yeah, on, yeah, yeah. He notorious for that, yeah. He starts loading up sounds or whatever. He loads up a kick, a snare, a hi-hat. And he makes a drum track with that, right? And that's it. And I add a bass line. So you got a bad is kick, snare, hi-hat, nylon guitar, bass line. Don't forget the wind. And the wind. wind. Don't forget the wind. Six instruments. We write the song, okay? There's no harmonies and you got it bad. None. Mm -mm. It's only the lead line. Top line. The only time we hear harmonies in the second verse when he does, I truly adore you. That's the only part where it is. That's the only part where the harmonies. There's no harmonies. It's literally just vocal. Yeah. And I'm sitting there when we finish the song, I'm like, Like it was only like yeah. when we finished the song, you understand? Like, and Jermaine wasn't demoing songs at this point. He had stopped demoing songs. We were writing the songs. I demoed the song, and then Usher came and sang it. And after Usher sang the song, it was kind of like, "Nigga, like, did we just write the best song of life?" It was like you know, what I mean? it was like one of those like, yeah, I had that moment. like it was like a moment where then L.A. comes, listen to the songs before the guitar solo. We had a, we didn't have a guitar solo on the record initially. L.A. comes and he listens to the song. L.A.'s like, "Yo, this song's a smash, right?" And Jermaine's like, "I got a vision for it. I can put a guitar solo on. We're gonna get Billy Odom." So Billy Odom puts guitar solo on it, kills it. We mix it, right? Send the song in to uh, LaFace and Arista. Clive doesn't like the guitar solo. He wants to take the guitar solo out. And Jermaine has to fight for the guitar solo, which obviously is the moment. The guitar solo actually, yeah, the in the video, is the moment. In the video, is the moment. Yeah, but Clive the, just didn't hear it. Yeah, right. He didn't hear it at the time. Mm-hmm. Clive fought a song you should have known better, too. We had a guitar solo you should have known better. He wanted to, like, he just didn't fuck with us on the guitar solos on the R&B shit. I don't yeah. know why. Mm-hmm. But I just remember being like, oh, man, simplicity like, I don't have to do all of that shit to get my point across. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because the average person can't do any of that. Don't even, do don't even truly understand all of it. Yep. Yeah, I was like, damn, I ain't got to do all that to get my shit across. Like, yeah. he was like, yo, man, take all that shit out of there, man. You got to leave room. <laughs> leave room. Yeah. And literally, that's when he was like, 
okay, I can write now. You know, it was like, oh, this, this, it was so too much. much. It was too much. Oh, no, now, we've, okay. all, we've all had beats in front of us where we're just like, you can listen to it a hundred thousand times. Mm-hmm. You're like, I can't figure nothing can't out of this shit because yeah. it's just too much mm-hmm. going on. Yeah. It's mm-hmm. too busy for me. Yeah. So you need someone like Jermaine to say, hey, man, hey, He's hey, like, nah, hey, nigga. You're doing too much. Mute those. That you're was doing like, too damn. Much. And literally, that's talented. another technique that I took with me. I took from that moment. It's like, okay, I'm taking this with me. But it's time for me to do... You whatever, know, yeah. whatever. I'm taking this with me. Whose yeah. idea was it to go bone thugs in harmony? Can I keep it real? We were, we just are huge fans of bone thugs in harmony. I'm going to keep it real. You understand? We're coming off of Mariah. We did, we did a song with Mariah, right? This is before the big ones. Right, right. Like before, like, mm-hmm. Shake It Off and all yeah. that. We, mm-hmm. We had done Charm Bracelet. We had done a record before, a song on Rainbow. Mm-hmm. And Mariah is a full-on, like, she's a Bone Thugs and Harmony fanatic. Like, that's how, <laughs> she's full-on. Like, full-on. Like, no no doubt, right? So, for us, it's just an extension of that relationship. Yeah, I was yeah, 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 you were you know all, what I mean? It was in you. That, yeah, yeah, I was that, already that locked into that. that relationship, you know what yeah. I'm saying? Yeah. And we, we, I mean, Bone Thugs, by far, is one of my, one of my favorite Rap groups and one of my favorite. It has to be moments. They have period. To be. You know what I mean? And melodically, I just always felt like, and Jermaine too. Like we just always felt like nobody ever explored it properly. Yeah. Nope. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, so it's like, who can explore it and make it global? Who but yeah, Usher? I did it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Like yeah. that's the thing. It's like, you know, that's dumb. And and. And I, I think also it's an extension of, you know, think about uh, Jermaine with, uh, with Popimp, you know, U-S-H-E-R-R-A. Like, I think that that's just an extension of... The next, the next it's just evolution the next, to it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The progression. You know, it's the same yeah. kind of concept. You know what I'm saying? So let's get to confessions. Confessions. Because we, 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 we got there. We yeah. got, man, great story. Confessions. Confessions. Mm-hmm. It's time to do life-changing shit. Oh, yeah. At this point, yeah, it's time to do game changing shit. Yeah, like this. And the pressure's on. Yes, we didn't and feel it though. No, no. Within the is. industry, though. Yeah. Within, yeah. Within the industry, like everybody felt the pressure of what's, what's going on with Usher. Yeah, what's doing next? Because I of, remember, because of the sputter in between. Yeah, and I remember too. I was working with like a couple of artists, like you know, like younger artists in between. Um. And a couple of ARs would say things that I thought were like extremely disrespectful. Like, I had an AR tell me something. They brought me this artist, and uh, I was, they were describing him to me. Like, yeah, you know, he's not much of a vocalist. You know what I'm saying? Like he you know, it was like Usher, man. You know, like he ain't really much of a vocalist. You know? What? And I remember being like, Wait, wait, what did you just that's say? That's a wild. Like, I, 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 that's I, that's a wild. I was like, what did, what, what did you, wait, wait, what did you say? Because I'm like, you know that I work with him. You know that I, you know, I do his vocals like. What are you talking about? He's like, yeah, you know, I was like, he got me. I can sing. He can't sing, sing. I'm like, what? what? <laughs> like, you know what I mean? I'm like, hold Everybody on, man. Hold on, what? Bro. So I was like, bro. Hey, hey, listen. Like, um, said you... swivel chair. Man, swivel chair. Yeah, I'm like, um, if you're watching this, you a goddamn fool. Got <laughs> your motherfucking mind. I just remember Yeah, yeah like, I don't care who you are. You can be the biggest executive, yeah. too. Saying Usher is not much of a vocalist. You're a goddamn 
damn fool. I remember that vividly. So I remember going into making confessions. Like I said, we didn't feel we didn't feel the pressure because we knew we just went into it the way we would do any other, any other thing. You like, just on automatic. You so like, let's like just do dope shit. Yeah. Like Burn was the first song we did for confessions. Like it was the first song. The first song we wrote. Yeah, Burn was the first. Shakira song Stewart played it for me. Yeah, hey Co. Yeah, that was the first song we wrote. And I thought it was y'all first single. Yeah, and I was like, this is out of here. This nigga's back. Yeah, yeah. He's all the way back. Yeah. It was the first time we wrote. So it was like, Let It Burn is another thing with your man. It's like, he's a person that will have like multiple conversations with people. Let's say he'll have conversations with me, with you, and with you, and not let us know that he had conversations mm-hmm. with us, right? So we think that what we're talking about is the first time we're talking about it and that we're coming up with it right here. But really, he's already had a conversation with you, and you said the same thing to him, and he's just saying uh, to you, "Well, man, shit, let it burn, right?" But literally, he had the same exact conversation with Usher. So the niggas laying out of the Caprio in Inception, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like so. So everybody has different perspectives <laughs> on how nigga, that's burn incredible. came about. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Everybody it was really Jermaine. It's right? really Jermaine. Being really a mad scientist. <laughs> everybody's different. So my perspective is I was going through something. I never played video games. I was in the room playing video games. It's like, man, you in there playing video games? What the fuck is wrong with you? You know what I mean? And I'm telling them what's going on. My lady is just bullshit going on. And he's just like, man, shit, Cox, man. You let that shit burn, man. Right? And he says it. Right? And I'm like, nigga, that's a song. He was like, nigga, go write it. And I was like... What? You know what I'm saying? He was like, nigga, go write it. You think it's a song, go write it. Yeah. So okay, cool. So I go and I start making the progression to what ended up ends up becoming burn. And um I say, Y'all, I think I got the progression. So he comes in and I play the progression. He's like, Yeah. And then this, I literally was like, it's gonna burn for me to say this. Come from I start just start spewing a lyric to him. He's like, That's it. And then he just I said I made the first four lines. Then he picks up the next like four or five lines. And then I it's like, this is the first time me and him are writing song, writing a song this way. Yeah. Cause normally it's like I make I make the progression, I may give him a melody, he may, you know what I mean? I may chime in there, but he usually does the heavy, the lyric. heavy lifting lip. up the lyric. You know what I mean? With this particular time, me and him are just going like back and forth. You know what I'm saying? And I'm like, Trying to do my best baby face shit with the, you know, with the falsetto <laughs> with tell me why I'm staying in this place. And it's like, it's like, when I'm hurt, going back and forth. And like, I'm like, this shit is like, somebody need to be filming this right, shit. Right, right, right. You right. know what I mean? Like in real life. So we do, we finish the song and we're like, oh, this, this is the first song for the album that we're making for, we, you know, we don't know Confessions is coming at this point. We're just writing. We're, we're months away from writing Confessions at this point. Mm. This is the first song. So we start writing other songs, trying to just get to the to the next song. And we go to LA. We go to LA. And I'm not burn is finished. The most finished move. We go to LA. We work at Bay Faith. We got Brandon's way. And we kind of got writer's block. Like, but we can't, you know, we're not really getting, it's not really coming, right? I gotta go, I gotta go to the dentist. I'm gonna go to the dentist, can you know, whatever, whatever. Jermaine's like, yeah, shit, I'm going to go ride around, whatever, whatever. So Jermaine's riding around L.A. And he fucking sees the big-ass Beverly, Beverly Center sign. You know what I'm saying? And for mm-hmm. him, you know, uh, that was the first thing that came to his mind. Like, oh, shit, you know, I'm in the Beverly Center. Like, 
man, not giving a damn. Like that's yeah. what, you know what I mean? Those things, these things start coming to him. You know what I'm saying? And we would, I, I, you know, I come back, I got, my, I got my teeth pulled, I'm full of Viking and I come back, you know what I mean? And he's like, we're going to come up with, we start coming up with this idea. Ironically, what was the predecessor of this idea was ignition. Ignition is kind of why confessions even exist in mm. real life. How so? Okay, so we do Confessions 1, which is originally called All Bad, right? All Bad, we do the song, boom, whatever. This is before Ignition, right? Time goes by, they're sleeping on the song. They're sleeping on All Bad. The label ain't really fucking with it. You know what I mean? Ignition comes out, right? The first version of Ignition comes out. Yeah. It didn't yeah. really blow up. You know, it was kind of like some... Some random shit. Niggas got the single in the mail. Like we got, you know, what I mean? it was really super random. But it, like, yeah. but we thought this shit was incredible. Oh, yeah. Absolutely, yeah. Right. But at the end of the song, the end of the original version, he he gives you the previews of the remix. Yeah. Right. <laughs> he gives you, yo. yeah, yeah. So right, like, yo. So we kept like, yo, this this I can't wait to hear what this nigga do with this song. And then next thing you know, he comes out with. Bounce, Part bounce, two, right? Bounce, bounce, and we're bounce, like, bounce, oh, bounce. this nigga here, bro. Right? So cool. Ignition comes out, it's going crazy. And then Jermaine comes to me like, yo, I know how we can how we can save this song. We can save all bad. And I was like, well, we gotta do part two. We gotta just fucking do, we gotta do a part two to the song. <laughs> we gotta make it so take some elements of whatever the first part of the song is and let's just make it, let's make part two. Yeah. Fuck it. You know what I'm saying? Okay, cool. I said, well, what's part two about? You know what I'm saying? He was like, nigga, I got it. The nigga gets the bitch pregnant and this, that, and the thing. He's going on and on and on. He, and he's going on and on. And it's going about something like, oh, no, nigga, this is personal. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is personal. I was like, you, you can't fool me. You too excited you about this story, excited. dog. <laughs> You know a spot, but not just a spot, the spot. Actually, with the 2023 Nissan Frontier, you know a bunch of them. But the key to these great spots, being able to reach them in the first place. Your spot is out there. Find your Frontier in the 2023 Nissan Frontier with standard 310 horsepower, advanced tech, and 281 pound-feet of torque. AT&T connects an ode to podcast. Connect the alarm, change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze, 10 more minutes to dream. Connect the shower, lather up with the news, sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work and traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories, change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. Got my Prevnar 20 shot. It's a pneumococcal pneumonia vaccine. For us, wise folks, it helps protect. I'm 19, strong. And asthmatic, and at higher risk. Get vaccinated. But, but nothing when grandma speaks. Grandson listens. 19 or older with chronic conditions like asthma, diabetes, or chronic heart disease, or 65 plus, you may be at higher risk for pneumococcal pneumonia. 
Prevnar 20 can help protect you with just one dose. Prevnar 20 is approved for adults to help prevent infections from 20 strains of the bacteria that cause pneumococcal pneumonia. Continued approval may depend on a supportive study. Don't get Prevnar 20 if you've had a severe allergic reaction to the vaccine or its ingredients. Adults with weakened immune systems may have a lower response to the vaccine. Side effects include pain and swelling at the injection site, fatigue, headache, muscle, and joint pain. For full prescribing information, please call 1-855-213-2138 or visit Prevnar20.com. Ask your doctor or pharmacist about getting vaccinated with Prevnar20, even if you've already received another pneumococcal pneumonia vaccine. Moments like my daughter telling me a new joke mean a lot to me. But after being diagnosed with metastatic breast cancer, or MBC, which is breast cancer that is spread to other parts of the body, they mean even more. I take Ibrance, Palpocyclib. Ibrance 125 milligram tablets with an aromatase inhibitor is for adults with HR positive HER2 negative NBC as the first hormonal based therapy. Ask your doctor about Ibrance and visit Ibrance.com. Ibrance may cause low white blood cell counts that may lead to serious infections. Ibrance may cause severe inflammation of the lungs. Both of these can lead to death. Tell your doctor right away if you have new or worsening symptoms, including trouble breathing, shortness of breath, cough, or chest pain. Before taking Ibrance, tell your doctor if you have fever, chills, or other signs of infection, liver or kidney problems, are or plan to become pregnant, or are breastfeeding. Common side effects include low red blood cell and low platelet counts, infections, tiredness, nausea, sore mouth, abnormalities in liver blood tests, diarrhea, hair thinning or loss, vomiting, rash, and loss of appetite. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global. Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Made a lot of records. <laughs> Broke a lot of records. Broke a lot of records. Make and break. You've done some people's favorite records. <laughs> Now we want to know your Okay Top five Sing it, y'all Your top five Come on right. Top five Hey, now Your top five Okay R&B singer <laughs> R&B song I like this Nice Yeah You got to know yeah. You got to show and he's gonna tell us his top five. Yeah, bring it on. Top 
five R&B singers. Yeah, yeah, we're going to start there. Shit, that's a good one. Mm-hmm. Um, let's cook, let's cook. Of all time. Yours. Oh, your mind of all time. Yours. Yours, your, your personal list. Luther Vandross. Yeah. Why not? Why not? Stevie. Mm. Stevie Wonder. Mm-hmm. Yep. I mean, you got to say Whitney Houston. You can't go. You have to. You can't go. You have to. I'm so surprised when when she's not mentioned. Yeah, you can't not five. say Whitney Houston, bro. It's hard for me because then it's like I want to go Shaka Khan, but then I want to go. Just say it. You can't not say R. Kelly. You can't not say R. Kelly. You know what I mean, I'm just, you, you know, you I can. know the comments going to go crazy. Man, they, they'll, they'll be fine. They'll, they'll be okay. They, you know what I'm saying? Listen, we're talking about the music. Kelly, they'll, be, they'll be okay. Vocally, like. In the artistry, like, yeah, like the songs that go with it. The reason not, why we're here. Yeah, you just can't not do that. You know what I'm saying? You can get into D'Angelo vibe. You can get into, mm-hmm. um, you can go back, back and get like into like a Marvin Gaye vibe. Mm-hmm. Marvin yeah. Gaye. Who's yeah. like, you can get, you know, my, my, hey, let me tell you who's a, well, a fucking monster. We don't talk about enough, I guess, because he's way old school, but you watch, you put these clips, motherfucking David Ruffin. You boy. better believe what? it. You, 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 you who are you talking to? What? Who are you talking to? Well, man, there is no Eddie Kane. Like, you know what I'm saying? I don't know real what life, Eddie Kane. For real, David Ruffin was a fucking Top 85. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 I, I, I mean, so many, man. I mean, I, you know, Fantasia's one of my, great, one of my favorites. Um, Jasmine Sullivan's one of my favorites. All right, nigga, that's it. I'm sorry, man. I got so many, man. You better make sure you bring it home or you're going to get in trouble. Usher. Yeah, of course. <laughs> I'm not really talking about. Well, Usher's like, and it's just, I always tell people, like, because. I spent the, I spent so many years defending, you know, like my love for his vocal, and I'm which like, yo, which is crazy. That's crazy. Yeah. I mean, to A and R's, that's what's ill to me. The people who work in the music business, and I'm like, yo, like, what makes Usher so special is that the nigga's tone is such a one of a kind. Like, it is the most familiar, most recognizable tone. I think. And R and B, like outside of like, you know, a Keith Sweat who has like a proper, <laughs> you know, yeah, he's so not it's Usher, readily identifiable. You know what I'm yeah. No, I know but exactly Usher what you're saying. A, it's about to get more difficult for him now, though. Oh yeah, so, yeah. the artist thing was one thing. The top five songs. songs, yeah, yeah, yeah. songs. Yeah, yeah. yeah, are you gonna be able to do five? I'm, I'm gonna just try. I'm, I'm gonna narrow. I'm gonna try narrow down to five songs of all time. Shit. Yours. You're like my a, what you riding around to? Yeah, what's up? Like on, what? What? What's, what do you find yourself? What, what's the free? What's the freeway out here? The eighty five? Is that 85, 85, 85, 75, 85, 85. Yeah. Maybe you get on the twenty. Head what on do down to Augusta. 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 What I find myself listening to lately? I've been li- listening to a lot of Donnie, like Donnie Hathaway. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. I've been like on like love, 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 heavy. Like that song is so special to me. It's something very yeah. beautiful and lush mm-hmm. about that song and the production of it. And his demeaningfulness and how he delivers the record and he feels delivery. like he's, you know what I mean? It feels like he means that shit. Yeah. Later in my life, Michael Jackson is like, mm. yes. Yeah, yeah. What, yeah. Can you, what can you say about that song? It's not, Perfection. you know what I'm saying? It's like literally one of the best songs ever created, right? Um, I love Lady by D'Angelo. Hmm. I mean, oh, you know, my, a record I love a lot that I co-wrote that I love, You Got a Bad. Okay. You Got a Bad, it's just like, Okay. Yeah. To me, I feel like that song okay. is like one of them songs. It's kind of like that's why I always reference that song because it's like I learned so much in that session. The first, the first, first thing I learned. So, but the second thing is just like it's so 
simple, but it's so, he sang it so beautifully and it was like he heartfelt and it's like magic, he literally. Sm- yeah. It's all of those, yeah. ele- all of yeah. those simple elements mm-hmm. coming together. Yeah, yeah, that song is magic. I mean, it's like from the, from the beginning, from the very top, when he hits the, oh, like from the top, yeah. it's just like, the fuck is this coming on right it's now? The yeah, the it's the wind. It's the wind, it's the wind. There's so many, man, but I, 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 I cannot, I, I would be remiss not to mention Mary's Be Without You. I mean, you, I mean, I mean. You know what I mean? I mean you know. I mean. Uh, you can't. You, you just, you have to. I mean, you she don't even to. sing that song no more. People, it's still the biggest record. What? Yeah, Mary don't sing that song no more. I haven't seen Mary sing that song in forever, man. On the I road, mean, she don't sing that song? I'm, I, she stopped singing that song a long time ago. Why? I don't know. Did I ask wow. her? She never really seen a song like that. Like, mm-mm. she does. I'm, I'm willing to bet she didn't sing that song in like a minimum of five, six years, probably longer. We need Mary on the pod to talk about this. Yeah, she hadn't sang that song in a long time. We're not gonna let you out here without this stuff. Ready now? Okay, yeah, I'm ready, baby. <laughs> I ain't saying no names. Hey, I ain't saying no names. I ain't saying no names. I ain't saying no names. Who you was? Who you live? What you did? Don't say shit. I ain't saying no names. Yeah, yeah, man. Yeah, man. So Brian Michael Cox. Yeah, talk to him. You've been in this game for a long time. Long time. Your mama bought you Rick James. Rick oh, James, man. His first album. Cold Blood. Cold. 83. Bloody. Who do you give? <laughs> At six. At six At years six. old. So you were My destined <laughs> for all of this. Oh, yeah, all of it. But as you were destined for all this, you had to go through all this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So with you being here now, we want you to tell us a story, funny or fucked up, are funny and fucked up. Mm. The travels of Brian Michael Cox. I ain't saying no names. Mm. The only rule to the game, she can't say nobody's name. Okay. So there was this artist. Mm-hmm. So I had a couple encounters with this one artist. And uh, this actually was the artist that was saying it. It was like, oh, um, uh, you know, Usher's, you know, he's, he's like Usher. He can't really, be like, with the same, that was the, preface of the, yeah. the prefix of the meeting right so I meet the guy right comes to the studio I was working at uh, Larrabee comes to the studio comes in with a bunch of like you know fake jewelry on like he just it looked it's, this is I've, I've never seen anything like this really it was so it was super cartoon characters I'd yeah. never seen nothing like this like in person mm-hmm. he pulls up he got the you know he got the whole kick caboodle on like this is back when he was wearing a really Baggy jean outfits, you know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. He had, you know, so comes in, he's like, you know, really cocky, you know what I mean? I'm like, okay, man, well, let, me, let me hear something, you know? They play me some of the music, it's, it's cool, it's not nothing crazy, but it's, you know, it's not, it's not terrible. I'm like, okay, well, cool, all right, yeah, we can do something, you know, we'll figure it out. So uh, he's like, yeah, man, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to take this shit to the next level, man. I'm so and so and so, you know, I'm. I'm going to be bigger than everybody. And I'm like, okay, cool. I've heard this before, but, yeah. you know, all right, cool. You know, you, it's good to have, have you know, belief in yourself. Like yeah, yeah. So then there was this girl that I was dealing with at the time who comes in. She came to visit me. She comes in. And he sees her. And he's like, I guess that they had, like, some type of interaction before. Like, he was trying to talk to her. And it didn't really 
pan out or whatever, whatever. Yeah. So she comes in and he's like, what's she doing here? And she's like, what? you know, I'm, I'm here to see him, right? Point at me. He's like, oh, you're here to see B. Okay, I, I get it. You're here to see B. Cox. Okay. Okay, all right. He'd be all right. That's cool, right? Whatever, whatever. So, <laughs> so I can see niggas kidding me. He don't like it at all. He's, 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 he's not fucking with it, right? So I'm like, no, nah, it's all good, man. Everything's cool, man. It's just my home girl, whatever, whatever, whatever. You know, we're trying to play it cool. So as the session goes on, this guy's not really as he's not good at all. I thought he was at least decent, but then we probably come with the song. <laughs> he's not, he's not good, good at all. all right? <laughs> so we get through the song. She's still there. So I dip, go to the bathroom, and walk in on him talking to her. Right, and he's like, "Yeah, I got money now. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know what I mean? Why don't you let me just, you know what I'm saying? Take you out, take you, take you out of town, whatever. I got money now. I got a deal. You know what I'm saying? He just, he, he just, and he all on that. I'm like, yo, yeah. what's up, man? He's like, oh no, nothing. I'm just, you know, I, I caught him in the middle, <laughs> in the middle. Of, I'm like, yo, what are you doing, bro? You know what I'm saying? Like, I mean, it's all good, whatever. If she go, if she go to this, whatever. You know what I mean? We ain't handcuffed. Cool. Fast forward." I get a call from the A&R. He's like, yo, man, we want you and him to, we want we him going, you and Jermaine. I'm like, all right. So I tell Jermaine, I say, yo, they want us to work with this kid. I tell him the name. He's like, all right, you know, bring the kid down. Bring him to Atlanta. Now we're in Atlanta, and we write another song. I might, I might this kid, this kid is not, he's not good. So I, I know this already. I know this going into it. I'm like, yo, this kid is not good, but this is our man, the A&R guy is yeah. our man. Let's make it happen. Start recording with this kid, right? And mind you, I I sing enough to get my ideas out, right? right. Whatever I can, I can carry. Okay, I can sing a little bit, but I'm not like a, I'm not an artist. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's like for me, I'm getting frustrated because I'm like, yo, like, bro, like I should not be able to sing this better than you. You getting paid to sing? Right. You told me you was the best. <laughs> motherfucker in the, you ain't showing me nothing yet yeah. you know me Tank I'm usually not like this you're, I'm usually you're, you're, super this is different but there's like, also a woman involved yeah. no no I'm, <laughs> no 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 no, no, no. This, this you tried you tried you tried me you tried me little nigga no so what happened was we're going through the session's going terrible so I tell the runner yo go get me like a bottle of Hennessy I was drinking Hennessy at the time we made a bottle of Hennessy I gotta get through this right so Jermaine knows that once I start like Getting the going up, he's like, "All right, man, you know what, dog? I'm gonna, I'm gonna get up on it, right, man. Y'all finish up." <laughs> Jermaine's gonna <laughs> dip. <laughs> yeah. So good luck. Um, so I'm drinking. I'm you know taking shots again. He's fucking up. I'm like, "Yo, man, again, again." So the drunk I get, the more belligerent I'm getting, right? <laughs> so, so now, for whatever that we in this like maybe another two hours. All right, so I'm I'm done got halfway down the bottle, seventy five percent down the bottle. Next thing I did, Jermaine comes in, I'm like screaming at the top of my lungs, like, "Yo, that ain't, that's not the fucking note. You can't fucking sing." I'm going crazy <laughs> on this kid. I'm going, I'm going so crazy that's on this not kid. Even your person, and, I know, and I, I, this kid wants to fight me. I'm going crazy on this kid, like, "Yo, you know why are we wasting our time, man?" You wasting our time. You wasting your budget. You wasting. You're not gonna ever get this shit right. You didn't get the last song right. I'm going crazy on this kid, like going crazy, and like okay, that's enough. Brian, that's Brian that's is enough. out. <laughs> Brian's, Brian's out. <laughs> Jermaine's Brian's, gonna take over. Yeah, Jermaine take you out. 
He's like, yeah, 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 yeah. That's enough. Come, come on out here, man. It's enough. It's enough. You beating the you beating the kid up. It's too much. It's too much. And I and I was like, you know what? I'm not drinking in sessions no more. I stopped. Like that's what made me stop. Like yeah. getting drunk in sessions because I was like, because before I could drink a little bit, if we if we working, yeah, we vibe, we have a little drinks, cool. We could we can get past it. If if you're drinking, if I'm drinking and it's bad. Mm. It's gonna go all bad. Who? So do you do you have a nickname for this guy? Hey man, became? get out of there, man! Get out of there. No, I'm saying for who he became <laughs> oh, off the oh, Hennessy. Oh, the Hennessy. Oh, the nickname. Oh, you know what? Hennessy right. V. I, I, yeah, it should be. It should be that. But I don't drink Hennessy anymore. So that that was the thing. I stopped drinking Hennessy shortly thereafter because I had another uh, situation that was kind of really fucked up off the Hennessy. So I was like, yeah, I'm not gonna do this no, no more. It's aggressive. So uh, Hennessy really makes you want to fight somebody, and I really want. I'm not really naturally that kind of a person. Yeah. yeah. So I was like, yeah. You wanted to fight the kid. Oh no, me and oh, I was going crazy on the kid. I was like, because I was just, because I was like, well, I, there's a few, th- a few things I don't like. For me, if I'm coming into a situation and I'm like, man, let the room dictate what we're gonna do. We're gonna come in with good energy and we're gonna see what happens. Yeah. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm a person like you know, Quincy Jones say, lead the door open, let God come in, and whatever happens, happens. I'm that person. We come in, got ideas, let's get the vibe because the vibe's gotta be. We gotta be bouncing, you know. If you come in two room, I know that we're gonna get a lot of shit done. Yeah. Because it's just our energy. Yeah. Like if a person, you, you person coming in there like, nigga, you ain't done nothing yet. I'm not even, you know what I mean? It'd be different if you were like a star, then I would or had done some things. I would be like, okay, I gotta respect that you may be a little eclectic and you gotta get your shit off. But it's you know working, I mean? right? But bro, you ain't done nothing. nothing. Like I mean, zero. You coming in telling me. You need us right now, family. You need everything we got to give you. And you can't even deliver. So it'd be different if you was delivering and and I was just badgering you. Like, bro, you listening back to this shit? I would be like, you listen back to that? It don't sound, it don't sound like the oh, way yeah. I sang it. Oh, shit. Oh, yeah, you was whooping him. Oh, I was, I was beating him. He was whooping him. I was beating him down. That is a different I was beating him down. Cox. We got yeah, to so give him a name. Yeah, I, 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 t- I tucked him away because I don't drink Hennessy no more. So I, I tucked him away. <laughs> so my question is, did he ever get a hit? He did. Yeah. He actually got a record. I'm going to give you guys a hint. I already know who it is. Uh, You know who it is? I know who it is. (laughs) I know who it is. He got one record. I I know exactly who it is. one record off. And I know the people are going to be like, Jay, tell me. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not telling y'all, but I know who who this artist is because I'm pretty sure I came across them. He got, right, we'll, one, we'll, he got one record off. We'll, we'll get into it. Yeah. <laughs> no, we're we'll not. We never ask, guys. <laughs> we don't know. Don't DM me. It. I don't know. <laughs> he got one record off. One record. Exactly we ne- never to be heard is. from again, but he got one record yep. off. Yep. Well, brother, uh, Elder Hennessy. <laughs> elder. <laughs> elder Hennessy. Bishop Cognac, Bishop Cognac and, and Elder, elder Hennessy. Hennessy. That's it. That's it. That's the we're name. We're going to start our church. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to start our church, <laughs> Elder Hennessy oh, and Bishop, Bishop Cognac. Uh, yeah, that's it. And I'm going to start the building fund. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. We got to get the building Jay's fund, Jay's in baby. charge of all the money. <laughs> get the building get, fund. Get to collect the money, Jay. Yeah, man. Um, brother, oh, man. Uh, man Thank we you, love bro. you, brother. Man, love you, bro. We love you, guys, love you man. Brother, I appreciate man. y'all. You know, we could go yeah. for another couple could, hours, man. We could man, go all day. Up in here. Literally all day. We could do this all day, man. I'm so glad I got a chance to do this with y'all, man. We've been trying to do this for a minute. Yeah, yeah, But we just want to make sure that people, you know, you know, we just want to. Make sure they celebrate you. Make sure they celebrate you, man. Appreciate you, You should be celebrated. Appreciate y'all, brothers, man. For real, for real. not later. Yeah. Now. 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 Right now. I appreciate y'all, man. For real, for real. This is amazing. Um, My name is Tank. I'm Dave Valentine. And this is the R&B Money Podcast. The authority. Authority. The authority. Yeah. On all things R&B. 
And in the building, we have the authority <laughs> on all things R&B, one of yes, the greatest sir. of all time. Yes, Give sir. it for Brian Michael Cox. Let thank that you, burn. Thank you, thank you. Go, go ahead, let that burn. Go ahead, let that burn. Let that burn. R&B Money is a production of the Black Effect Podcast Network. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. Don't forget to subscribe to and rate our show. And you can connect with us on social media, at Valentine and at The Real Tank. For the extended episode, subscribe to youtube.com forward slash R&B Money. Got my PrevNAR 20 shot. It's a pneumococcal pneumonia vaccine. For us wise folks, it helps protect. I'm 19, strong. And asthmatic and at higher risk? Get vaccinated. But, but nothing when grandma speaks. Grandson listens. 19 or older with chronic conditions like asthma, diabetes, or chronic heart disease, or 65 plus, you may be at higher risk for pneumococcal pneumonia. Prevnar 20 can help protect you with just one dose. Prevnar 20 is approved for adults to help prevent infections from 20 strains of the bacteria that cause pneumococcal pneumonia. Continued approval may depend on a supportive study. Don't give Prevnar 20 if you've had a severe allergic reaction to the vaccine or its ingredients. Adults with weakened immune systems may have a lower response to the vaccine. Side effects include pain and swelling at the injection site, fatigue, headache, muscle, and joint pain. For full prescribing information, please call 1-855-213-2138 or visit Prevnar20.com. Ask your doctor or pharmacist about getting vaccinated with Prevnar20, even if you've already received another pneumococcal pneumonia vaccine. AT&T Connects and Ode to Podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower, lather up with the news, sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories, change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Moments like my daughter telling me a new joke mean a lot to me. But after being diagnosed with metastatic breast cancer or MBC, which is breast cancer that is spread to other parts of the body, they mean even more. I take Ibrance, Palpocyclib. Ibrance 125 milligram tablets with an aromatase inhibitor is for adults with HR positive HER2 negative NBC as the first hormonal based therapy. Ask your doctor about Ibrance and visit Ibrance.com. Ibrance may cause low white blood cell counts that may lead to serious infections. Ibrance may cause severe inflammation of the lungs. Both of these can lead to death. Tell your doctor right away if you have new or worsening symptoms, including trouble breathing, shortness of breath, cough, or chest pain. Before taking Ibrance, tell your doctor if you have fever, chills, or other signs of infection, liver or kidney problems, are or plan to become pregnant, or are breastfeeding. Common side effects include low red blood cell and low platelet counts, infections, tiredness, nausea, sore mouth, abnormalities in liver blood tests, diarrhea, hair thinning or loss, vomiting, rash, and loss of appetite. 
Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home.